Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Miss Girl, as known as To Be Named, because I just started recording this with not really much of an idea on what this episode is going to be about, um, but I do know for sure that this is going to be a podcast, obviously. <laughs> um... I'll just do a quick little introductory on this episode, and as you can see, this is going to be a little improv moment, so we'll see how I do. If not, bear with me, forgive me, this is literally the first time I'm going to record myself. Anyways, anywho, um, hi, if you're listening to this, I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. I hope that you've got every. I was going to say if you've got everything on your to-do list done, then that's great. But if you haven't, then that's totally fine as well. Um, a little bit about myself without really exposing my identity is I am a student, a 21-year-old gal living in a little city. So sorry, I I don't know I did that in British accent, but um, basically, this podcast is gonna be all about, you know, like the struggles, the types of situations women or people in general face in their twenties. I know that this is a very confusing, transformative part of our lives and hopefully my voice would be able to inspire somebody out there to you know improve themselves on a bigger scale um like I said I don't really know what this specific episode will be focused on but um I don't know I'm planning on doing a lot of self-improvement topics in terms of taking care of your mental health and taking care of your relationships whether that is loving relationships or when it comes to just platonic relationships um i'm also single so with loving relationships i can only give so much if any of you girlies are in a relationship watching this not watching listening to this podcast but um you know i made this just because i find myself thinking a lot about things and my mind tend to be very scattered all at once And just like journaling, with the help of me just voicing out the things that come across my mind, maybe it will help narrow it down and maybe one of you guys can gain some insight on what what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Um, so... I can see if I can pause this. Let me think of something to talk about. Just for today's 
podcast and I'll be right back. Okay. Alright, so I figured out what we're going to be talking about. In this specific podcast, I will be talking about emotionally unavailable people and um, how to deal with it and how to regain perspective on it. Why did I choose this particular topic? I just think it's very relevant right now, not only to me, but to everyone especially out here in the dating world and hey maybe even people in relationships too because i've been in that situation before and it's not the best feeling in the world um so emotionally unavailable people you know i feel like we all know one emotionally unavailable person in our lives whether that is a person that we used to see, an ex, I mean, same thing, right? Or, you know, like a friend. And um, maybe we've all gotten, we've all had our fair share of an emotionally unavailable person. And I feel like they often leave us very confused, very you know, like, doubtful, sometimes you turn that inwards, and then you, when you don't know better, you start to, like, blame yourself, you know, you start to be, like, what's wrong with me, like, is it me, like, am I just hard to connect with, blah, 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 and it's easy, it's easy to turn it inward and blame yourself, especially when people are doing certain things towards you let's say when an emotionally unavailable person doesn't text you back as fast enough or like you know when they're giving mixed signals and when they're not very emotionally expressive as much as you want them to be it's easy for you to really just blame yourself right that's when you don't you know I feel like I've been in that situation where I often felt like I needed to redeem myself and with their validation is a way for me to kind of like feel like I win. Like if you guys ever watch Sex and the City and if you know like Carrie and Big, Carrie is like the prime example of what my unhealed self was (laughs) and Big is a prime example on what an emotionally unavailable person is. If you guys haven't watched it, basically it's like a dynamic between these two people. Carrie being an anxious attachment, having an anxious attachment style, whereas Big, he kind of envelops a more avoidant attachment. Is it avoidant? Avoidant or dismissive? whatever same thing avoidant or dismissive attachment style and you know like oddly enough they're somehow a perfect pair to people that haven't gone to therapy yet (laughs) um but it's because it's natural like anxious people they base their relationship out of fear they feel like they're going to lose that person or you know like 
they will do things out of fear because they don't want to lose the person that they're seeing on their or they're with and usually anxious attachment people tend to be codependent on somebody like they will kind of depend their mood based on their chosen person's behavior or action towards them and I've been there before and it sucks but um, whereas the avoidant attachment style they're they value their independence a lot and you know they do participate in intimacy but when it gets to like a certain level they're out it scares them too much because they don't want to get close they don't want to lose that independence and that's why those two things are most likely those two attachment styles tend to most likely be drawn towards one another and um when it comes to emotionally unavailable people when you're on that receiving end it probably feels really mentally draining trying to figure out why they behave this way you know like and one thing that you need to know that if a person is ever giving you these types of mixed signals are always putting you on edge you never relax and even when they're not around you always feel anxious you really gotta make note of that you know like it's not it's not i guess to a certain extent especially if you guys are only starting to see each other yeah you will get those anxious feelings but if it extends for a while and you still don't know where you guys stand that should already you know tell you what's up like you wouldn't want to be with the person that you are always second guessing what they feel about you because if you even have to do that then you should just trust your instinct that how whatever they feel about you is obviously not strong enough for them to give you a clear signal that they are interested you know what i mean and when they do certain things like being very distant and just not being emotionally expressive and just all the things that are towards you you just gotta realize that with these people they're you know like they have a lot of issues within themselves too and i'm not saying all avoidant attachment styles they all have these big issues everybody has issues but there's a reason why they behave like that you know you know the term hurt people hurt people that's true it's very true they've probably gone through a lot and they simply don't know how to cope in a healthy way when it comes to being in a relationship with another person you know and you're not about to be their therapist like for free come on no it's hard it's really hard especially if you have the i can fix him syndrome because girl trust me i've been there 
But one thing, one biggest lesson I've learned, especially after being in a very toxic relationship, which I will be touching on maybe like a few times, or maybe I can even make another episode touching on toxic relationships itself but especially after being in a toxic relationship sis you just gotta realize that you can't change anybody you know like as much as you wanna say all you want to them to try to convince them to become the most ideal person that you are looking for they're not gonna change unless they want to change for themselves you know what i mean And those things that they do towards you, you can't take that to heart. Don't let them be the source of your validation. And I know it's easier said than done. But at the end of the day, no one's going to know you better than yourself. You know, like, especially to my young girls out there. The girls that are in their 20s. The girls that are, you know sad about being single or just feeling lonely in general you just gotta think to yourself like why do you want a relationship you know like what do you have to offer in a relationship and just really sit and think about it by yourself and You know, I mean, we're so young, and to each their own, right? But, like, instead of exerting all of your energy wondering why this person hasn't texted you back, why don't you just cultivate yourself, you know? Invest that energy into yourself. This is the period of time where you can make mistakes, you can try new things, Because this is the time where you really figure out who you really are at the end of the day. And worrying about somebody's feelings is not productive, you know what I mean? So, I don't know, like, you just gotta really think what you can offer in a relationship. Do you think you're mentally stable enough? Do you think you're... (laughs) I'm sorry, that did not mean to sound like an attack. Okay, (laughs) I really did not mean to make it sound like an attack when I asked, are you mentally stable enough? (laughs) Because that was a bit abrupt, I'm not even gonna lie. But what I mean is... Are you healed, you know? Like, have you had the time to be alone with yourself, with your thoughts, to really think about why you do certain things and why you think of certain things? Because I feel like being alone is so essential. It's so essential. Especially when you've gone through a lot during your childhood and you never really had the guidance to let you know what's right or wrong because the way you were raised as a kid 
you really adopt that. You adopt the way you've reacted from the way you were treated. And if you were treated badly, it's so easy to just have that cycle repeated in romantic relationships. And you really have to be careful with that, sis, especially if you've gone through a lot of traumatic stuff before in the past. And um, I can speak for myself, like, you know, like, not to trauma dump or anything, but, like, I've had a lot of abusive, like, male figures back in my life, to say the least. Um, especially in my childhood, that's what I meant to say. And, you know, like, when I became of an age where I was able to have relationships and stuff, especially my last one, I was, like, um, I got attracted and I got into a relationship with a man that resembled a lot of those male figures in my past because I never really addressed them. I haven't addressed those experiences that has happened to me yet. And when I didn't address them, it was more difficult for me to go into the dating world and try to determine which one was right, which one was wrong. You know, if that makes sense. So all I'm saying is that from your past, you really gotta sit down with yourself and really hone in on what your values are and what you are expecting and what your, um, what's it called, your non-negotiables are, and what you look for in a person. That's what I meant by quote-unquote mentally stable enough. Um... Yeah, it's really good to know yourself first. I know it's such a cliche thing to say, but once you get to know yourself, you know what you can offer to the table when it comes to relationships. And I'm not talking about no material stuff, you know? I'm talking about the type of person you are and how you as a person with solidified values can offer with another person because you know like a relationship it's a whole nother world it's not just you you're you have to be willing to compromise and if you don't know your values and you're expected to compromise then it's so easy you to be taken advantage of because if you don't know your values you're basically just letting somebody walk all over you you know what i mean and i'm not saying that's gonna be a shit show for anyone that doesn't really know their values i mean even myself i don't really know that i'm still working on it but it's i guess a preventative measure to just avoid getting yourself in a really shitty situation down the road and um i guess the last thing that i want to mention in terms of emotionally unavailable people is that with these people of course they're gonna give you mixed signals they're probably gonna tell you there's gonna be moments where 
they will breadcrumb the attention off of you and you're going to get drawn to that because obviously that's what you are expecting and when they don't give you that sort of attention and and the way that they are expressing themselves over you, you start to crave it. You start to crave it more and it becomes this, uh, what's it called? You know when you train your dog positive reinforcement cycle? Not sure if I got that correct, but you know you get addicted to that quote-unquote treat that they give you. And once you've locked in, once you've had enough... Um, emotional attachment towards them it's gonna be much harder to get out of sis and you know you just gotta wish that whoever that person is is not a narcissist because that becomes even harder for you to get out of that's why it's very 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 essential to know yourself first and really keep in mind you know like what you are not going to tolerate and um when it comes to these people you really 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 have to look at their actions more than their words because they can say anything they can be like yeah you know i want to be with you someday i'm just doing this feeling like this i'm just not ready enough but i really want to be with you and when you're attracted to the person it's so easy for you to believe them and i'm not just saying them being like oh i want to be with you you know that that reflects in many other ways you know like it's not just them saying i want to be with you it also could be them taking you out on real dates meeting their friends and basically things that you guys would do in a relationship but at the end of the day you really just have to believe them through their actions and not through the words that they're telling you because if their actions does not match their words all you're going to be left with is feeling confused and that's what is called the cognitive dissonance and whenever you are in that state oh girl you are bound to feel almost crazy because you don't know your mind doesn't know what reality is and what reality is not because you're over here getting told all of these promises but it's not showing in their actions so the moral of this story and i hope the lesson that you really learn i'm really hoping is that 
you gotta base whatever someone is telling you off of their actions because sometimes words just aren't enough. And number two, you really, really gotta know what your values are because that is your internal compass that will lead you to better relationships and better choices in life in general. And number three, if you ever, ever, ever have to wonder what a person's intentions are about you and how they feel about you, if they're interested or they like you, if they want a relationship with you, if you ever have to doubt that, then that clearly shows that feeling they have is not strong enough for you to have that clear indication that they want that from both of you guys you know what i mean it's just like that song on tiktok like if he's a winner then you would not have to worry about no damn thing girl but anyways um that was for this podcast for the first ever episode i really hope you guys enjoyed it i am so sorry if it's a little bit out of all over the place i've really tried my best it's like 12 47 (laughs) a.m so um hopefully i didn't just word vomit all over the place but if you made it this far thank you so much thank you so so much for listening you have no idea um and stay tuned for the next coming videos anyways i hope you have a great great day or night whenever you're listening and i will see you soon bye